Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Reviews. It is the first Saturday of the month, so I'm going to be discussing some of the big movie releases for the month, as well as any movie news, before getting into which book and which game I picked out for the month of September. And I will also briefly mention towards the end of the podcast what movies and books that I've checked out over the last week. That's mostly going to be talking about books, graphic novels in particular, because I don't. The only movie that I ended up checking out was one that I am saving for the Vim Vendors podcast. So, um, I think I, I instead of talking about the big movie releases first, I'm actually just going to briefly mention uh, movie news. And the big movie news is that Top Gun 2 has been delayed all the way until May of 2022. I feel as though a lot of movie studios are going to head in this direction. A lot of the big releases that cost millions and millions of dollars to make, they're not going to risk putting them out in theaters and no one really going to see them. The box office numbers are terrible right now. Uh, No Time to Die is supposed to come out next month, the last James Bond movie with Daniel Craig in it. And I'm super excited for it. I will go to theaters to see it, but I do have a feeling that it is going to be delayed yet again, even after a final trailer came out over the last few weeks. Um, The other big piece of movie news that I had was that the Dune reviews are in. It premiered at the Venice Film Festival. I'm not going to say um, how positive or negative the reviews were. You can check them out if you want to. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it if you are one of those people that doesn't like looking at the reviews beforehand. Uh, Movie releases for the month of September. This month is not going to be super exciting. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings just came out Thursday night, so it is officially a September release. I am not going to watch it, or I'm not going to theaters to see it until next week. Um, I do want to read some of the comics uh, that the movie is based upon, seeing that I'm not familiar with this character whatsoever. Um, And I feel like the MCU is going to head into some directions where I will have to do some serious comic reading um, in order to know who these characters are. Um, This is true. I know even later this year in November, The Eternals is coming out, um, which is a Marvel property that I'm not familiar with at all. So, yeah, I have to do a lot of work to familiarize myself with those characters um, because, yeah, I don't know anything. I guess I could just go see the movie. which is probably what I did when the original Iron Man movie came out in 2008. I had not read, I didn't know anything about him um, as a character. So I could do that, but it's it's a little more fun for me if I know a little something about the character. Uh, Yeah, looking at the other movies, there's some smaller movies that I want to talk about that look really exciting, but like The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Dear Evan Hansen, these are movies that are not super exciting for me. Um, Maybe... You listening to this podcast, maybe one of those will be something that you want to see. But like, yeah, like the eyes of Tammy Faye, I didn't even know that was a thing um, until I started researching um, and getting ready for this podcast. But a couple movies that I think we should be excited about: uh, Mogul Mowgli. Um, it stars Riz Ahmed, who was magnificent in Sound of Metal last year. If you didn't get a chance to see that, I think it's still on Amazon Prime. Definitely watch that. Um, but Riz Ahmed just continues to pick movies that challenge him and they're interesting and basically any project he is a part of I want to check out um so I definitely want to check out that one and then there's this documentary The Alpinist um all about Marc-Andre Leclerc I hope I'm pronouncing that right it's it's French um and it is similar uh to the documentary that came about out about Alex Honnold 
um, free solo, except, yeah, he's this 23-year-old French-Canadian, um, and he doesn't really, it's kind of, it's kind of weird um, that this documentary is being made about him, but he's somebody who likes to be very kind of uh, reclusive and just somebody who doesn't want cameras or anyone to know that he is climbing. He kind of goes and does his own thing. He's nomadic. Um, he just, I think he lives in a van and he just drives it around and does all these different climbs. That's about all I know about it. And I might've got some of the details a little mixed up there, but I, I definitely want to check this documentary out. I'm kind of fascinated by people like this and just how they live their lives. So, and this one's supposed to be pretty good. So hoping to check that out. And the last movie that I wanted to talk about for September releases uh, Prisoners of the Ghostland is getting a wide release, um, and this was a movie that I saw as a part of the online Sundance program last year, and it's definitely not my favorite, um, but it is a very interesting look at the future. It kind of, it's, parts of it, I, it, it doesn't take place in a city, but parts of it were reminiscent of Terry Gilliam's Brazil. Um, and then you just have class, cl a classic Nick Cage performance as he's just playing this very unhinged individual. Um, but yeah, this movie will not be for everyone. It really wasn't for me um, when I reviewed it months and months ago. Um, but it, it's fun. And yeah, if you are a fan of Nick Cage, I would definitely recommend checking that one out. Okay, on to the game and the book of the month. Um, for the game of the month, it's a game that I'm actually almost done with. Um, my girlfriend and I are playing a game called 12 Minutes, which is on Xbox and PC right now. It's a time loop point and click mystery game, um, and there's only three characters in the whole game. Um, one is voiced by James McAvoy, one is voiced by Daisy Ridley, and one is Willem Dafoe. Uh, I don't want to say too much about the plot of this, um, but... Basically, you play as James McAvoy's character, and you're trying to figure out this mystery um, between your wife, voiced by Dave Daisy Ridley, and then this man that comes to the door, voiced by Willem Dafoe. You have to walk around your apartment uh, finding things and having conversations not only with your wife, but um, with this man that comes to the door. And we're almost out of the time loop, I feel like. Um, but yeah, so I will be reviewing that game at the end of the month. With the yeah, with the game reviews that are happening each month, I'm like I don't know because most of the games that I end up playing are quite lengthy. I pick twelve minutes because it's pretty short. Um, you can finish the game in six to eight hours. I feel like we, my girlfriend and I, have probably played it closer to ten now, um, just because there was one thing we didn't want to look anything up, and then we realized uh, we just missed something easy. Um, we didn't do one thing, and that would have saved us a lot of time. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the games that I am choosing for the gaming club of the month in the future, like I think October, I want it to be Ghost of Tsushima, but that game is 30 to 40 hours long. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I think if I can finish 12 minutes here pretty shortly and then put a little over a month into Ghost of Tsushima, I should hopefully be able to review that next month, but that, that would be the goal for next month. But anyway, if you do want to check out 12 minutes, uh, I would I would recommend it so far. I think it's super super fun. Especially I think it'd be even more fun if you're playing it with someone or in a small group, um, and trying to figure it all out. It's kind of like an escape room in a way, like a virtual escape room. So, yeah, I would recommend checking it out. But anyway, I'll give my more detailed thoughts of it uh, later in the month. 
The book that I chose for this month is Creative Schools, uh, the grassroots movement that is changing education. Uh, this is a book that is by Ken Robinson, who has, I think, the most viewed TED Talk of all time, um, just about changing education in the United States. How are we going to change it um, so that it actually reaches each of the students in our classroom and that the students are able to use their creativity to not only problem solve, but develop um, this love of lifelong learning? And how are they going to be ready to face the challenges of tomorrow if what we're teaching them doesn't really align to that. Um, so usually I read an education book every month. I'm reading educational blogs all the time. I'm listening to educational podcasts, but um, I, yeah, I just don't talk about it on my podcast because usually it's not <laughs> educators or people that are in the education system that are listening, um, but with it being the first month of school, I think this is going to be uh, my choice for the month, just because it'll kind of kill two birds with one stone. I would have been reading it anyway for school, so I'll be reading it for the podcast as well. Um, but yeah, it's really just breaking down some of the problems that are in education right now, and it, it's so complicated, and <laughs> everybody's like, oh, what is the solution? Sometimes people outside of the, uh, outside of education will ask you, oh, what's the, what are the solutions to um, solving the education problem in the United States today? It, it's, it, it's so complicated. There are so many moving parts and there are so many little things that would have to happen and come together. It's just, it's, it's overwhelming and it never seems like it's actually going to be fixed, which is, it's sad. Um, it's sad as an educator to think about that. But as long as high stakes testing and the amount of pressure um, that teachers are put under and students are put under continues, I don't think we're really going to make any systematic changes. Um, and I haven't read a whole lot of this book yet, but I, I think a lot about this. I think uh, this book in large part is going to be about that. So... Anyway, I'll be reviewing it um, at the end of the month. If any educators are listening to this podcast, though, good luck uh, in the next school year, and uh, thank you for everything you do. So, moving on. Uh, I didn't really check out any movies over the last week. Uh, I did check out one Vim Vendors movie, Kings of the Road, but I'll be discussing that the third Saturday of the month. And book-wise, uh, I read a book that was full of modern art pieces. I don't even remember the title, so that's not very exciting for <laughs> you as a listener, but I think it was just modern art from, it was kind of the mid-90s to the mid-2000s. I just got, I got it from the library and just looked through the art pieces and read kind of what the artist was going for. Apart from that book on modern art, there wasn't a whole lot that I checked out this month. Um, or in this last week, I should say. And I checked out a few graphic novels. One I would highly recommend is Why the Last Man. And this is being turned into a Hulu slash FX series that comes out in just a few weeks. But it centers around this man, Yorick Brown. And he finds himself the last man on Earth um, as this mysterious virus wipes out anything on the planet with a Y chromosome. Um, it's just interesting to see what would happen to society if something like this happened. The characters are pretty interesting. The artwork is fantastic. Uh, Yorick Brown himself is a very, very flawed character. 
and I think that makes it um, I think that makes it more exciting and more interesting. I think if he was this perfect person um, or close to perfect, um, it wouldn't be so interesting. But a lot of the things he does does in the story are yeah pretty questionable. So um, yeah, I would recommend checking that out. I started. There's a new DC series, Fear State. Uh, the first issue just came out this month. It's all about Scarecrow releasing his fear toxin in Gotham, as he always does. He kidnaps Batman. Anyway, and everybody else in Gotham, the rest of the Bat family, has to uh, figure out how to get to Scarecrow. So, the first issue was alright. I might check out the rest of the series. I haven't quite decided yet. I also got the first compendium of Invinci Invincible, um, which was... It comes in a huge, huge paperback when I went to the library. <laughs> the woman who was checking it out made a comment on just how large and heavy it was. I wasn't expecting that when I got it. Um, but yeah, it's the first 49 issues. I have to return it because the library just got it. I have to return it in the next few weeks. Um, so yeah, that's a lot of reading, but we'll see if I get to it. Anyway, Sketchwork in Invincible is incredible. The story so far, the father-son superhero dynamic i'm enjoying very very much so we'll see how much of it i get to and then the last um, thing i didn't actually end up starting it but i got the first two volumes of fables from the library they're looking to restart it um the series i think in march or april of next year um next month they're doing a batman and um fables crossover so i'm looking to check that out as well but then they're bringing just fables the main series back um, in March or April of next year, so I want to read, I think there's over, well over a hundred issues of it, um, but I'm trying to, the, and the library has them all, so I'm, I'm looking to try and read through those, um, over the next several months, and I think, yeah, the winter will probably allow me to do that once there's snow on the ground, um, and it's, I don't want to go outside as much, that will, I, I should be able to finish that, um, but apart from that, yeah, I think that's it. Um, next, yeah, like I said, next week I'll be back uh, talking about the Rocky film series. And if you haven't seen any of the Rocky movies and you want to listen to next week's podcast, I would highly recommend checking out at least the first two. Um, that's probably what I'm going to watch um, while preparing for next week's podcast. Maybe Creed um, and Creed 2 as well. We'll see. I've seen the Rocky movies, all of them except number five, multiple times. So if I don't get around to rewatching them, it won't be the end of the world. I will be able to still uh, record next week's podcast. Um, but yeah, I thank you for tuning in today, and I hope that you can tune in next week as well. <laughs>